Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Chris Jones, who's Executive VP Marketing and Services at Descartes. And today we're going to talk about, have you missed the most valuable aspect of your transportation management solution? Now, transportation cost savings is probably the number one reason uh, companies invest in a TMS, but does the value go beyond that? Um, you know, when it comes to getting the most value from a transportation management systems, what can we learn from the leaders in the industry? Well, that's going to be the, you know, the main focus of our conversation today, and it's great to have Chris on the program who's going to share some insights and advice uh, based on some benchmark, benchmarking studies that they've done uh, recently. So, uh, Chris, welcome to the program. Great. Thanks, Adrian. So, Chris, before we dive into you know, some of the insights from, from the benchmarking studies, uh, let's talk about the current market for, for TMS, for transportation management systems. I mean, did the challenges that you know, shippers and 3PLs and others faced last year with you know, finding capacity and, and increased rates, uh, you know, managing costs, I mean, did that increase demand for, for TMS? I mean, what conversations are you having with customers and prospects today as it relates to TMS? Well, one of the things we did uh, uh, determine in the benchmark is that spending is up uh, and the intent to spend is up. Um, so I would say everything that you just mentioned has really been an impetus for people to spend more in transportation management. Uh, you know, you could even add, uh, you know, the, the whole uh, competitive differentiation aspect of it and so forth. So um, I would say overall interest is, uh, you know, pretty high at this point, probably as high as it's, it's been that I can remember. Yeah, I think the, the, the interesting thing about TMS for me is that, you know, when, um, you know, it, it's, it's a strong demand regardless of the market environment, right? When, when things are tough, when the economy is down and, and companies are, you know, trying to tighten their belt, you know, demand is high because companies look for perhaps potential cost savings in, in transportation and, and that drives demand. But when the economy is strong, you know, they're looking for a TMS in order to grow and scale and, and manage operations more effectively. Or you have things like on time and full that are, you know, kind of creating more, you know, challenging service requirements. So that, that helps drive, you know, TMS. So it's one of those market spaces, I think, that, you know, regardless of the market conditions, there's, there's always a good reason to invest in the TMS, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And, and you know, to your point on growth, that is uh, really one of the top drives. Growth, uh, customer service, um, costs is always out there. Um, but, you know, from what we see is that uh, that's kind of an expectation, uh, particularly for management. You don't get a lot of credit for it, even when you do a great job at it. Um, what they're looking for is, is really uh, the other two. Great. So let's talk now about the, uh, the benchmarking, uh, you know, studies. So, so before we kind of get into details, I mean, first, I mean, what are these studies? And secondly, I mean, why do you do them? Well, we thought about this uh, over the last, probably this is our fourth year in terms of the ones that we've done. Um, and what we wanted to do was we get a lot of customers we deal with that, and, and just companies in general we talk to, and, and they are in varying states of, of I'll call it, uh, transportation capability. And by the way, I'm mentioning not just the classic uh, truckload or LTL type things, but uh, fleets and pretty much every mode. And, and what we see is that some people do a phenomenal job in transportation management. They, they not only uh, are well run, but uh, it becomes a key part of, of their story to compete in the market and grow revenue. And so we were really curious, what is it about those companies um, in their strategies, tactics, and technology that's different uh, versus the folks that were, they, they just, they don't get it. 
simply put. And so that was really the genesis of this. And we've launched a couple of them. Uh, we do uh, one for the fleet space. We do one for, uh, I'll call the general transportation management space. And then we actually do one for forwarders and brokers that you could say related, but it's the logistics service providers community. Um, and uh, we've been doing, like I said, for about four years. So uh, this has been pretty eye-opening uh, for us. Um, and, and it's really, I think it helps companies understand what other people are doing and how they're thinking. And, and, and the feedback that I typically get is, can I show this to my management? <laughs> because it's the connection to, um, you know, what other people are doing. And maybe the last point I, I would just make quickly is that uh, this study isn't just about Descartes customers. Uh, we work with a number of publishing partners to uh, really build out the uh, responses. And, uh, you know, over the last uh, four years, I think we we're, uh, somewhere uh, just under about 2,000 responded. So really pretty exciting. Wow, yeah, that's 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 great. I mean, I think that the, the points you, you, you mentioned are, um, you know, is what I hear as well. I mean, for those companies that already have a TMS, you know, sometimes they, they know they're not getting the full value out of it or that they can be getting more. So they're always interested to see how others who have a TMS are, are kind of leveraging it across their organizations. And even those, uh, you know, I always laugh because even this day and age, there's still many companies out there that don't have a TMS. They're still using spreadsheets and fax machines and, and so forth. And I was talking to a company just recently that's kind of in that boat right now. And they're kind of thinking about a TMS. And one of the questions he asked me was, you know, what are some leading practices in terms of, you know, the, the business case or the value, you know, for TMS? Because like, you want to position that as broadly as possible to their, you know, management team. Because I think you're right. To your point, I mean, I think it, you know, the cost savings is kind of table stakes, you know, these days. And I think there's a lot of wealth of information out there in terms of, you know, the fact that TMS, if you do it right, can, can save you on the cost front. But, but what else beyond that, right, can, you know, to, to drive as much value as possible? Um, so, so let's look at the study results. I mean, when, when you look at them and, um, I mean, what, what ultimately separates, what are some of those high-level things that ultimately separates the, the top performers from, from everybody else? Well, I think one of the first things is just to kind of give people a little bit of a view of what we try to do. So we, we ask a number of questions in, let's say, about 25, and they're across a whole number of areas. And, and two of the questions that we ask are, um, you know, how well are you do, is your company doing financially? All right. So it's a self-select here. Um, and then the second one is, um, uh, what is management's view of, of transportation management? And there we're looking at it from the point of view of, everything from they believe it's a competitive weapon down through it's a necessary evil, all right? Um, and what we find is when you actually cross-reference these questions, what you, what you see is the people that where management gets the value of it being beyond just getting goods there are the ones that actually do much better financially. So you can almost say that uh, for the folks that aren't really leveraging their transportation management capabilities, that it's almost like tying one arm behind your back in terms of your business's ability to compete. We also found out that they're the fastest growing companies as well. So again, some really interesting data that kind of then shapes how we look, look, at, the, look at the rest of this. Um, from there, I'd, I'd say one of the ones I'd, I'd like to focus on is, is, and I think very important is, in how you measure transportation value, okay? So for a lot of people, they get really stuck in what I call that four walls view, which is it's about costs and then, it's about, uh, you know, customer service. And when I describe that, that's the on-time and full story. Um, um, and, and those are traditional supply chain metrics. Um, and then when you look at, uh, I call it the beyond supply chain, like contribution to revenue and, and contribution to competitive differentiation, 
the, the answers drop off. Now the top performers do a way better job, okay, than the folks that, uh, you know, that don't, okay, uh, the bottom performers, if you will. Um, but in all cases, um, what we see is if you're doing a better job at measuring value, you can really get your story across. And, and this is part of where it's so important here. Um, you know, it's, if, you, if you're only measuring your success in one or two dimensions here, you really set yourself up for missed opportunity. So that was one of the key points. You know, and I think, you know, related to that, um, you know, one of the things I always hear a lot from, from folks is, you know, generally, particularly in transportation is, you know, they're always looking for ways to tie the value of what they do, or at least transportation metrics, if you will, to, you know, metrics that, you know, the CEO and the CFO can sink their teeth into, right? So things that appear on the balance sheet and the, the, the P&L, right, and being able to make those connections. Um, and, and obviously, I think it, it, it comes to the fact that there's a lot of data and information within a TMS that goes beyond the transportation um, that can be leveraged across the organization just beyond transportation, right? Yeah, Adrian, it's, you know, think of it this way. One transportation management or transportation, if you will, is a multi-party process. You, you have your, could be your suppliers, your carriers, um, could be your, within your own organization, obviously your customers and so forth. So it touches a lot of different people. Um, that information has value to different constituencies. So the ability to share that information uh, across those different constituencies is really Im important. Um, so one of the things that we did in the, in the study was we literally asked people to say, where do you share information? And that starts like within the four walls of transportation, goes out through the, I'll call it the internal supply chain, all right, uh, um, distribution, uh, procurement, things like that, and then goes on beyond that to sales, customer service, um, and then ultimately to um, your uh, customers and uh, suppliers and carriers. Uh, as you can imagine, again, uh, there's a lot of people that do the sharing down at the, you know, within the four wall space. Uh, but equally, what we see then is the better performers do a way better job of sharing with customers, um, sharing with suppliers, um, and even within their own organization. And what that does is it, it provides ways to drive efficiency, uh, in, increase the customer experience, um, just a number of things like that. So this is where probably, again, one of the areas that's uh, probably most missed. So what, what we need people to think about is transportation execution is important, all right, but the information is, is getting to be equally as important. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you mentioned, you know, customer experience, and, and that was, you know, I, I had the opportunity to, to attend your user conference recently, and that was the theme of the conference was, was you know, customer experience. And there were, you know, several, you know, great case studies there, uh, that I think tie into what we're talking about today. I mean, can, can you share either from the, the survey results or from just your, your experience working with customers? Can you share some customer examples that kind of relate to this? I mean, and what can we learn from these, you know, these, these customers? Sure. So, so the, what I'd like people to, to, to uh, uh, think about here is the following, which is what can you do with the information or what could the customer do with the information if they had it in the, I'll call it in the right time in the right form to, improve the value of their business. So uh, BASF is a customer of ours doing real-time visibility uh, through the Descartes MacroPoint solution. Um, and for them, it's sharing that information. They're, they move large bulk chemicals. Um, and uh, um, so their customers are larger facilities that, you know, it's important for them to understand what's coming inbound. It allows, allows them to make decisions on 
the, the what they're actually producing and and if you will have an understanding if there's going to be any kind of disruption uh, process-based industries don't always turn on a dime so that that kind of information is really important for them um, the same thing if you will in uh, we see in things like the building trades um, the, the one that hits home to me the most is uh, we have a couple customers uh, USLBM and uh, BC Sands that serve um, uh, contractors all right and when you think about a contractor their their biggest singest, single variable cost is their crew all right so for them it's really important to make sure that the goods show up um, when they're supposed to in the form they're supposed to because if the, if the crew is there and the goods aren't they're still paying for the crew and it's basically lost uh, productivity here so having an application and that's exactly what the USLBM folks did um, was to provide uh, basically contractors with an app that allows them to track their deliveries understand what's been delivered because again this isn't simple things that are always in cardboard boxes on pallets right it's loose material etc uh, windows they want to understand things like damage and so forth if it's happened um, you know and then knowing when it's coming all right or that it's got there is really important for them to then be more efficient and effective in, in how they leverage their crew so they've created a tremendous amount of stickiness with those customers, those contractors, by providing that kind of information to them. Yeah, no, those are, those are both great examples. And the BASF one, I mean, I, I had the opportunity to interview, uh, you know, some of the executives there at, at user conference the year before, um, and, you know, had a, did a great video interview. So those of you that are interested, you can check on Talking Logistics and, and search for BASF, and, and, and uh, you'll, you'll be able to find that video uh, interview. Um, you know, I, th I think that, um, you know, my, my key takeaway is that, in particular with those, you know, key examples there, is, again, going back to the, the, the fact that, you, you know, I think if I go back to when I first started as an industry analyst, you know, 20 year plus years ago, a lot of folks used to think about transportation and transportation management systems as this application that was used by just a handful of people, you know, down in the bowels of the transportation that, you know, department. I think if you fast forward today, you know, the companies like the examples you just gave and, and those that are, you know, leading the way, you know, they're really viewing, you know, transportation management systems as an enterprise application that has got a wealth of data where the users go way beyond just, you know, your transportation department. They include all those other functional groups that you mentioned before, as well as your suppliers and your, and your customers providing them with that visibility to create that enhanced customer experience and help them manage their operations you know more effectively as well right yeah so I, I think of a customer I was with last week unfortunately I just can't mention their name but they're a large retailer and we do uh, multimodal uh, inbound visibility global inbound visibility uh, for them and uh, their single biggest user is their merchants if you will their buyers and and those buyers are really the ones that drive the supply chain so if you if you think of the order button and hitting the order button you know in terms of, of of purchasing more goods uh, that's all of a sudden really what triggers the action in the supply chain and in this particular case um, uh, the, uh, next to a DC um, they have um, in Toronto um, they uh, had a huge uh, uh, yard uh, uh, three high with uh, uh, 40 foot containers that, that yard doesn't exist anymore um, and it had really nothing to do with them being more efficient in their supply chain operations. It had them being more educated in their buying decisions. And so this to me is another great, I'll call it collateral benefit that we see um, here. We, we also see it in, in warehouse operations, uh, particularly for dynamic businesses where you have uh, 
uh, you have a fleet out there that's you know constantly coming and going. You know, you need to know which truck is going to come in the door and and have the right material staged. You can't do it at the beginning of the day in a lot of cases and just say it's going to happen because as we all know, once you put a truck on the road, it's not necessarily always going to go the way you expect it to, right? So these are really other good examples of of, of taking advantage of that that kind of information. No, absolutely. Well, Chris, we're running short on time here, so I'm just going to get you know to my last question here. I mean, as a way to you know wrap up and summarize. I mean, when it comes to getting the you know the most value from a TMS, then at the end of the day, I mean, what what does it take? I mean, what 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 mindset should companies have, and what action should they take to get the most value from it? Well, I'd like to say that uh, supply chain folks need to be better salespeople, and what I mean by that is go out and 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 get the attention of the person who owns the customer that's that's really where you want to get to so if it's the head of sales or uh store the store operations or you know whoever that 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 person is and and really talk to them about what it is they're trying to get done and what they see with their customers and the challenges that they have and if you can get to those kinds of folks then all of a sudden you you break this traditional i call supply chain glass ceiling right where you're stuck in the you know, get it done space. Now you're talking about getting more. So to me, that is like the first and, and foremost thing. And then the second one, as I mentioned earlier, is it's it's what you measure. Um, so uh, being top of mind is is always good in terms of being able to say, hey, hey, here's the business that came because we were able to do certain things in transportation, right? So a little bit of self-promotion here is not a bad thing. It's It's actually really beneficial for the company. No, I love I love those two words of advice. It reminded me of a story. The first advice, you know, in terms of uh, finding that you know partner, if you will, internally that you know owns the customer, if you will, and that that's exactly what happened. I came across maybe it was ten years ago. The VP of of logistics, you know, got together with the VP of sales, and this was in grocery, you know, uh, uh, CPG uh, uh, company, and and they worked together to position to the clients, the grocery stores, the fact that hey. Tell us what you need in terms of, hey, you want to order in smaller sizes? You want more frequent deliveries? You know, because they've got the technology, the people, the know-how, the infrastructure, the network design, we can do that. So the, the idea was, hey, we can probably get more shelf space because we can meet your more demanding, you know, customer requirements. And they went in there together, you know, uh, logistics and sales to the customers to make that, uh, to make that pitch. So I, I think that's a, that's a great words of advice there. Uh, well, Chris, I, I know that um, you're going to be releasing or talking about you know, more of these results from the uh, from the benchmarking studies, you know, coming up. So they could they could probably find this out more at the Descartes website. Absolutely, there's one on next Tuesday at two o'clock. Uh, that's for uh, for people that have fleets, and the one on uh, purchase transportation is also at two o'clock on um, on Thursday. Uh, uh, we'll be making the, the documents that we uh, put together to, to um, go through the whole process here. We're going to talk about uh, strategies, tactics, technology. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about things like capacity, which has been such a hot issue and how that's impacting folks. Um, uh, really in both of those uh, uh, studies, so we, we structure them pretty much the same way. So um, there's a lot, I think, good insights there for people and, and really help you understand um, what other other folks are doing, and and if you will, why um, why they're so much better off. Great. So we, I, you know, hopefully we gave folks a, enough of a taste that you know today of some of the insights that came out of those studies, and they can you know be able to join uh, next week in those two webinars to kind of get more details and some more of the, the content behind those those benchmarking studies. So, Chris, again, thank you for making the time to be with us today, and and you know share some insights on this. Uh, I think very important topic. All right. Well, thank you, Adrian. 
Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us today. If you're watching this episode on demand, either at the Descartes website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a question or a comment for Chris, you can post it there. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.